What's going on guys? Welcome back to The Break Room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today is Sunday, October 4th, and I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of the Pre-Market Roast with your host, Sebastian Ruiz. And again this week, guys, I'm going to be doing the episode by myself, um, but still coming back to you guys every single week with the uh, top three stock picks. And I guess we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Our first stock pick of this week is actually going to be Kodak, ticker symbol K-O-D-K. And now a lot of you guys might be familiar with Kodak um, as a camera company, uh, previously, you know, disposable cameras and all that such. But if you guys are up to date in the market, you know that uh, Kodak has recently stated that they were going to be uh, completely uh, renovating and uh, changing their market and converting their uh, film development warehouses into actually uh, drug manufacturing and so the plan here, um, you know, as stated uh, by President Trump in a press conference, was that uh, Kodak was going to be bringing almost half half jobs back to uh, manuf- drug manufacturing jobs back to America, which is great for our economy, creating a lot of different jobs for people in the community, and overall great. But the thing that uh, you know really upset institutions, um, FIs, and investors was that Kodak made a very very uh, staggering climb from about the $2 range to about the $60 range in early August, um, late July. And so, you know, a lot of investors lost a lot of money. And then also this event was stirred up with controversy, um, you know, being televised by the media. Uh, A lot of questions in, you know, CEO purchases made um, after, you know, the big surge in in, uh, price per share. And so, you know, Kodak had to go through some investigations with the SEC and all that. And you know, brought it down from those very overinflated, overvalued levels to now, you know, finding a sort of uh, steady support around the range of about five dollars to about nine dollars. With you know, one day where it saw a drastic uh, jump from five to twelve, and then you know, a, a residual sell-off. So, um, but you know, what we can see here from you know Kodak coming up is that. We have a support, you know, validated. We have that, which is what we're looking for in terms of a great entry point for a stock. But we also have some alerts and some catalysts that may be influential to see where this thing can turn into this next coming week. Um, and especially a big thing this week is how is the economy going to react to, uh, you know, different people in, in politics getting uh, COVID-19, uh, the president, uh, the first lady, as well as uh, Chris Christie, governor. And so, um, but, you know, some great news here on Kodak. We have some um, call sweeps saying that, you know, a lot of option activity as well as um, uh, Eastman Kodak issues mandatory conversion for remaining 5 million convertibles due. So it seems like they have some convertible bonds due into 2021 as well as um, just a little bit more stabilization. Uh, We also had uh, January 15th, $30 call sweep. So for a lot of you guys that don't understand options, I'm just going to try to break it down as fast as possible. So an option is a contract that allows you to buy 100 shares of a company for a contracted price. So what is that going to be like? A perfect example would be um, there's, three, there's three sort of elements to an option, right? The strike price, the expiration date, and the price of the contract. So let's say uh, I have a contract that is due October 14th, right? In the same month, that contract is going to be a little bit more expensive just because you always have to take into account the time value of money. So the time value of money pretty much being that uh, the longer away the time is, 
you know, the less that dollar is going to be worth. So that's why contracts that are shorter in time relatively are more expensive because those gains can be more exponential compared to a contract that is maybe a expiration date of January or December going to be a little bit cheaper on that side just because of, you know, the risk associated with the return. So it seems that people are estimating Kodak or betting Kodak to be uh, around $30 in January 15th uh, based on an option alert. And so just on the foundation that this thing had its hype train, it sort of uh, validated out and found its bottom again where it initially started that hype train. Um, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful for Kodak. A lot of people think Kodak is a, just a bust and that, you know, it's a scam, you know, SEC investigations, but companies have their investigations. Um, it seems like they're in the midst of transferring a market, but anything regarding to, uh, bringing jobs back to Americans, uh, especially in drug manufacturing, which is such a sector that's controlled by China is really important to the economy and can overall, uh, significantly help it. So, uh, first pick of the week is going to be Kodak. And I'll go ahead and jump into the next pick of the week. Give me a second. We're actually running an Instagram live at the moment um, with some viewers. And I have, um, you know, a big screen up for those on the live. I have a big screen up here. Um, so maybe you guys will be able to see kind of what I'm looking at. Um, hopefully going to get a little bit better of a setup so you guys can actually uh, see the charts as I'm looking at them. but. We'll move ahead swiftly into the next stock pick of the week, which is going to be AIM Immunotech. The ticker on it is going to be AIM. Now, these guys are a biopharmaceutical company, as you guys know. Um, myself, as well as my co-host Zach, who's currently not on this episode right now, are big fans of this sector. Uh, we've been trading this since we started investing, and so this has been one that we've always kind of had on our watch list just to keep our eye on it just because of their, you know, their validity in the market and, you know, kind of the things and the projects that they have coming up on their pipeline. So um, with a lot of anticipation, uh, AIM Immunotech up 20% gets positive pancreatic cancer survival results. And we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. We actually have a journal here saying that AIM Immunotech shares trading higher after the company announced a receipt of statistically significant positive survival results in the, in the pancreatic cancer from an early access program study that they've been running. So what do we know about this? Um, cancer being a big part of the medical space right now, you know, taking a lot of, a lot of uh, people from their families, taking a lot of lives. And so anything that can sort of work, excuse me, work towards uh, finding some sort of cure is great. It seems like these guys, these guys have been coming out with a lot of positive results, especially after they uh, started their recruitment for this uh, therapy. Um, they're actually doing a, a, com a combination therapy in cancer patients with COVID. So people that have COVID, uh, testing those people as well as the ones that have cancer. So um, going into a more analytical approach, um, just view, uh, going off the catalyst here, um, just looking here at the one-year chart, uh, we could see that um, AIM has come a long way uh, from being a penny stock in late 2019 to absolutely booming and hitting $7.11 um, back in March. Um, after maintaining a pretty steady level of support, uh, you know, these guys have really stepped it up and uh, continued forward and trying to find different, um, you know, medicines and treatments for their patients. 
and right now we're really hanging out around the $2 range, uh, but what I'm seeing is a pretty strong support in the high 160s and now moving into the low twos uh, as it hit that bottom of support uh, two Thursdays from today. Um, it actually hit a big sell-off into the 160s and then rebounded, hit a high of 294 uh, last Monday. So we see that they want to start breaking out on that uptrend again. Uh, we know the 52-week highs in the sevens. Uh, right now holding pretty strong in the low twos. So uh, seeing how the float is, seeing how the strength is right now in the RSI, uh, looking forward towards a positive week. Definitely keep aim on your watch list. Um, see how it wakes up on Monday. I'm probably not going to be getting in pre-market just so I can see what it does that first day, but hopefully we have a catalyst on Monday that can set a fire a great week ahead. So I'll take that right into our final stock pick this week which is going to be LPCN, LipoSign, Inc. And these guys on top of that, um, similar to AIM, uh, these guys are also a biopharmaceutical company. Now, these guys actually have a lot of catalysts uh, coming up and moving forward, which is what I'm super interested in. Um, they're presenting at a investor conference very soon. They actually have also started their enrollment for their phase two study to treat uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And if you didn't know, fatty liver is, having a fatty liver is a pretty common thing that occurs when somebody gets older, um, being alcoholic or non-alcoholic. This specifically this specific LPCN 1144 is for non-alcoholic uh, fatty liver disease. So um, that's great to see that they're already initiated in phase two, as well as the conference coming up. Uh, do we have a date on that? Okay, yeah, the conference is actually tomorrow. So hopefully we can get some updates on that phase two study, uh, maybe some statistically significant evidence, uh, some sort of good feedback, positive feedback. That could really help this thing maybe uh, head over this hump. Uh, kind of been dry in the mid uh, ones around the 130s, uh, 1, 150. Hit a high of 180 actually last Monday. So hopefully this Monday we can repeat that, maybe break two and hit, and hit a new high and maybe uh, a, new, a new ceiling. And then time to maybe validate out around the 180. So maybe a new support coming in. Um, but definitely the, that investor conference tomorrow is a big thing. I'm definitely going to be listening in on that to see if, um, you know, they give us any updates on their endocrine disorder drug, on their metabolic drug, as well as their uh, uh, testosterone drug that recently was submitted to the FDA, but the FDA delayed the review because of a uh, coronavirus. So this was not a CRL. So what we talked about last Sunday, a CRL being a complete response letter, these guys did not get denied by the FDA. The review just got delayed, but they're still gonna. The FDA is still gonna be looking uh, over uh, Liposign's uh, testosterone drug, so nothing to worry about there. And I think that's gonna be it. So three picks this week, guys. Gonna be Kodak ticker K O D K, Aim Therapeutics A I M, and then Liposign Inc., which is L P C N. So once again, I want to thank you guys so much for checking into the break room. Uh, shout out to the live. Uh, probably going to be doing this more often and then probably uploading the live onto like IGTV or something like that. So definitely make sure to give it a follow at the Break Room Podcast or at the Break Room Pod, even. Um, but again, thank you guys so much. We just recently broke uh, 2,000 uh, listens all time, which is great. Just watching those numbers roll in. Super, super amazing. Super op uh, great opportunities. Um, kind of spreading, uh, podcast spreading a lot around the world. Um, got a lot of, 
listeners from cities I've never even been to. So super excited about that. Uh, hopefully we're going to ha- be having Zach back this week. Um, kind of been really busy, kind of doing his own thing. Everybody's got their own schedule. So fair play to that. But we'll be coming back to you guys every single week. So don't worry about that. Uh, make sure to like and share. Uh, if you know somebody that likes making money, send it up, plug them up, link it up. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, make sure to you go clock back in. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.